and right now I'm delighted to be joined on the line by psychotherapist Sabrina. Good morning, how are you? Good morning, Kira. not too bad, enjoying the sunshine. Absolutely. For the winter. <laughs> well, this is it, and I know I had you on last week's show, and I know it was, it was a yeah. great hit, because people really... I think it's an area, when it comes to mental health, and for everybody listening in this morning, this is our mental health corner, where we talk about, I suppose, maybe topics that are slightly taboo, or maybe that people, I suppose, don't get to... Yeah, I think people don't get to share maybe their struggles and things like that. So I think it's important that um, we, I suppose, discuss the topics and then, I suppose, talk about supports that are available for anybody maybe who feels, I suppose, um, affected, I think. Isn't that the the word, Sabrina? Yeah. Struggle. I think the word struggle is probably the healthiest one. And uh, for mental health, I would have a... It's just got a really difficult connotation you know mental it just has that word that makes people feel like they're mad but they're not it's really about emotional health you know or struggle or people generally responding to relationship issues it could be a number of things you know and it impacts us all quite differently too so it's struggle i suppose the word struggle seems healthier for me absolutely (laughs) absolutely and it was interesting because um i suppose being the founder of Lovestock, I suppose the ethos for that is mental health and bringing people together yeah. and sharing and, and commu- creating that community sense. And I find, yeah. what are you kind of seeing at the moment? I suppose we're heading into September now. Um, thankfully, we've got beautiful weather and obviously that'll have a massive impact on, I suppose, yeah. our well-being. But I kind of, I, what are you expecting to see, in, I suppose, coming into the practice at the moment in terms of well, like, what's, what's coming up at the moment? You'd have a lot of winter anxiety. You know, people just dark nights, um, so going to work in the dark, leaving work in the dark, you know. You've got the, par- the kids going back to school now, which gives the parents free time to think, which typically brings up issues. So winter tends to bring things up for people. You know, the isolation, the, the lack of social support, or, or even going out. And I know this winter is going to be tough now with the price hiked up, so it's probably going to be more isolating. Or the fear of isolation may may come in and be triggered, you know. So we would see a surge normally after summer. But we've been seeing quite a different summer this year. There's definitely been more people knocking at the door, uh, young people, you know, anxiety. There's, it's just something going on out there that people we need to start talking about you know people are struggling I personally think it's it's uh, post lockdown and um, trauma to be honest that we haven't really discussed you know how people were left in that and how they suffered in that and how they struggled in that so I think we're heading especially with the language and media right now you know with more COVID talk I think it really is triggering for people right now you know I think so I think it's, you're 100% right in saying that like it hasn't been discussed people are kind of expected to go back to normal and it was yeah. not a normal way of living. No, no. Anything but, you know, we are not designed we're, we're born to mate, we're not designed to be alone. And many people, for such a prolonged period too, you know, many many people really, really struggled. I mean the capacity for communication broke down and a lot of people who were left alone you know, their minds shrunk I suppose as a colleague of mine referred to it as a shrinking orange you know, and the mind is not stimulated or touched or has a, a way of expression it can just shrink it can really shrivel up you know and I think we've had a lot of that a lot of struggle like that but again because everybody went through it I don't think anyone wants to talk about it you know that type of generalised sense um, so yeah I definitely but I can see there's definitely uh, an anxiety surface and just this coming into winter this year I can feel it particularly busy which, which it wouldn't normally be you know 
Absolutely. And I know you touched on about the importance, I suppose, of vitamin D as well. I think you said that to me mm. there recently. Tell us a little bit about that, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's a key factor to mental and physical health, you know, and we're probably one of the most deprived countries in the world. I mean, I think in after lockdowns, I think they prescribed it for the elderly who were caught in this, you know. Wow. And um, this should be, yeah, this should be a prescription for everybody in Ireland. You know, we just don't get enough sun. And I heard it, it was actually a really interesting story I heard when I worked for a GP previously of a Filipino couple who took their son, their son was having these really um, difficult symptoms and they couldn't diagnose them here in Ireland. So they brought, they brought the child back to the Philippines, had every blood and scans, everything done. And it turned out it was Raynard's disease, which is a vitamin D deficiency disease. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, we are we are suffering here in terms of vitamin C D deficiency. Never mind mental health; our physical health, you know, and that's again, it's that's not being uh, looked at. It's it's really interesting now. But it was it was that couple that really opened my eyes. You know, I thought, whoa, okay, how many how many symptoms are we suffering? You know, and it's probably so normalised because we're we're just a wet country, a wet cloudy country. But I would urge vitamin D or get out. Even it doesn't matter if it's cold. You know, the sun. It's at least 15 minutes of sun into a day, you know, if you can. And that will really help, you know. Absolutely. We're we're already seeing, uh, I suppose, that people at the moment, like everybody's out. And the, the minute the sun comes out in Ireland, everybody gets out <laughs> as quick as they can, really. It's, <laughs> it's flip-flop time, you know. It, and it really, cha- I don't know if you've witnessed it yourself, people really change. Their psychology yeah. just shifts. <laughs> Completely. And they're There's, vibrant the mood and they're has alive. Changed. And, yeah, yeah. So you're right, it has this powerful effect, the weather, absolutely. And I suppose yeah. you touched a bit there, I suppose, on you know a lot of anxiety and things like that. I suppose the rises in that as well. I suppose what's mm-hmm. your kind of perspective on that? Do you think it's do you think it's technology that's maybe ramping that up, or is it yeah, trying to get back to comfort, being comfortable yeah. with socialising because of the pandemic? Or what's your kind of perspective there? I I don't even know. I, I mean, again, because it's not been talked about, I don't think anybody's comfortable. You can still see it in the supermarket, for example. You know, some people will be coming towards you and they literally jump out of your way, jump to the side. You know, you can still see that anxiety, that fear is still left in people without any res- resolution. There's been no, you know, talking this down. It's been very much talked up, but not talked down. Um, so I do think people are still quite triggered out there, you know. I think it's, a, it's an area that needs to be looked at, really. And, of course, winter now coming. You've got the, the dark nights, the dark thoughts, dark feelings. You know, it can it can be a, a catalyst now for hopelessness, really, which obviously will be reflected and is in the suicide uh, figures right now. You know, they're, um, they're definitely on the increase um, in the country, sadly, you know. Yeah, this is it, and I think... I think it's tough because I, I suppose go heading into the winter months again that that it, there is that period of kind of I suppose you know isolation. I think it's probably the people that are maybe naturally introverts if they become become too yeah. introverted. I think yeah. that's the they get stuck. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And again, it, it, everybody everybody wears it differently, you know. Um, I would just I'd really just urge people if they I, I, I thought of this previously with a company I worked for, but. I don't know if you, you know, partner systems, you know, like buddying systems where you could just kind of lean into one friend or find one person that you could just arrange maybe a call if things are feeling a bit too difficult or, you know, um, just to have that one person to go to, just one. It doesn't have to be a group or a big social circle, you know. If you took someone, you could even text and say, 
bad day today, you know, and just have them there to talk to. There's many, many ways you can look at this. And it could be something to maybe unpack as we move on with this, Kira. Um, just a toolkit for winter, you know, basic kind of ways you can check in uh, and look after yourself, you know. I think absolutely. I see a lot of people as with sports, you know, the, the running buddy or... Um, which I yeah. think is brilliant, I suppose, or, or the, the Sunday morning coffee buddy, and I think you're 100% right. You know, it takes yeah. that kind of nearly planning, I suppose, ahead. Yeah, yeah. I would even urge, I know you mentioned it yourself there, but uh, some cafe up around, I would even urge businesses to get involved, you know, just have a day, really quiet day, where they could just have coffee, you know, just a coffee and chat for people, you know, who may be feeling isolated, but I'd really urge the local community to just start thinking that way going forward now in winter how you can just create small groups it doesn't have to be financially big just somewhere to go and have a coffee talk it doesn't have to be about mental health just to get out there and make contact with people you know I think loads so. that could be done it's the little movements that add up isn't it it's always about grassroots always I mean you know you can see the services are very stretched right now it's really it's nearly impossible to get a, an appointment there but the community I, I mean it all goes back to community they can pull it together and usually do you know so I mean I'd urge communities to get together now and think about what they can do in winter how they can be creative and um, support each other you know well that's the other thing I suppose creativity and hobbies what would you kind of advise people as well would there be any other outlets that you see that's that you find has um, quite a powerful impact well, well yeah hobbies but I mean the desire for a hobby too the desire to get creative can often get caught you know if someone's mm. really struggling and um, so again, if there's any groups or any, even individual, but I do find I find people who live in their heads, you know, kind of manage everything up in their heads, do well with kind of hands-on work, you know, cooking or, I mean, winter you're you're left with very little, you know, jigsaws, things like that. Would just take you out of your head and kind of give you a break from thinking, you know? Yeah. Or just reading books or you know someone who doesn't live in their head and is kind of really over emotional or kind of reactive to everything you know I'm trying to read books or take a couple of pages a day just to try and calm the mind down you know it would be very helpful too it's I think so the tangible it? things yeah. isn't it the things you yeah. can touch and yeah. you can I suppose lean into the senses more yes. I, I find Sabrina what what would one say to somebody if they find them struggling and they're trying to maybe encourage them I think a lot oftentimes there might be people listening in that maybe you have a friend and you know they're struggling but maybe they're kind yeah. of reluctant to kind of come out and maybe socialise and they're kind of drawing into themselves like how do you or like how does one handle a situation like that or what would your advice be? I would say just let them know you're there once they know someone's there and can see them whether they're you know if they want to stay in a kind of isolated place that they find society too overwhelming that's okay too you know they don't have to be bursting out there but just once they know there's someone there that's you know with them in that or prepared to sit with them in that so they just need to know they're not alone really you know yeah I think that makes yeah it makes a big difference thank you for that Sabrina I suppose for everybody listening in I know you had a look at the services in Roscommon um I suppose what did you kind of see that I suppose that's available for people listening in well it's quite limited now but just again I suppose you know you're looking at the suicide support I think you've got a Pieta house now there was something listed there or Visa house I think was it and yeah. you also mentioned some cafe where people can go and just talk or be, you know. Sligo, it looks like, it looks like the surrounding counties have a lot more support in place, but there is support there, you know. The phone lines, I know they're so sad and dry, and I think they have a phone line you can just ring in. Um, so you don't necessarily have to be in that county, you know. But there'll be someone at the end of that phone that will pick up and help, you know. 
Absolutely. And I must ask as well, are people picking up the phone and, and availing of the services, I suppose, that are there yeah. when it comes to over-the-phone services? Well, well, I personally, I think, you know, one-on-one service in, in a room is probably the best mode of therapy, really. But yeah. again, like that, for the more rural communities and people who may not have transport, get on the phone or online, you know, just don't be alone. That's the key thing. It's There's someone there that can listen, you know, and maybe encourage a way out of that isolation, you know. I think so. I think we're coming to a time now where everyone, we're going to have to just, I suppose, take that first step, even if it's scary, and reach mm-hmm. out. Because I suppose pe- people I've, really do care and the people that are around you will help. Of course. Oh, that's, the, that's the amazing thing about it. Once someone is struggling, it's, it's amazing how people come together, you know, but once they have to see that struggle, really. Um, but just going back to your referrals, I've noticed a lot more email. I've noticed people are quite comfortable now just emailing out their issues. Wow. And, you know, sending them in. Yeah. So, I mean, if that you know, if that starts it for you, just press that send button, you won't be sorry, you know, and even if you do struggle or you're not ready after sending your first, I suppose, branch out there, you know, that's okay too. You can just take your time. It doesn't have to be all, all feet in, you know, just take your time. Absolutely. But just reach out somewhere if possible, you know. Thank you so much, Sabrina. Um, for everybody listening in maybe, and can you call out your contact details, I suppose, for your um, office? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm in Dublin, so, I mean, again, we do provide, if people are, you know, really struggling in the area, we do provide online services. Um, we are Lear Therapy is the name of the um, company up there. It's Don't it, 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 I'm Obviously, it's not going to do everybody in Common, but, I mean, if they did want to reach out, there's a website there, uh, leartherapy.ie. Absolutely. And I want to wish you as well, because um, you had an important anniversary there recently with your business we did thank you <laughs> thanks for remembering that we were 12 we were um we're, we're now teenagers <laughs> um, <laughs> 12 amazing years i always say to people like yeah. i think five years is a huge milestone 10 years is a huge milestone anything yeah. over that is amazing yeah. so much love yeah. poured into businesses so much love yeah it's well it's that type of industry really you know it's, it's it's even hard to call it a business or company it's just it's a, it's a healing profession so yeah we're 12 years it's just it's just kept going really I, I'm I, I'm I'm and you're saying love I suppose it's a, 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 a passion for this so it didn't feel like hard work it just kind of happened you know yeah absolutely absolutely Sabrina I suppose for people listening in on the line if they're affected by any issues or, or if any of this has yeah. triggered anything today, I suppose the, yeah. the the first thing they would do is co- contact their doctor, wouldn't it be? GP. I would say at first go yeah. to GP. The GP would be uh, aware of local services in the community. You know, primary care teams are great too. They have hands-on access to what's going on in the communities, you know. Or like that, if it seems a bit daunting, just go to friends. Just Just reach out in some way, you know. Absolutely. Listen, Sabrina, thank you so much for coming on. And for, to let everybody know, we are going to be doing a poll later on on social media. So yeah. every week we're going to have a section of the show, maybe 15, 20 minutes, where we talk all things mental health with Sabrina. And so you can message in your questions if you want to email them in and we'll try our very best to get to everything on the show. Yeah, great. Okay, look forward to it. And we'll try and get some help out there for the, the winter. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, Sabrina, thank you so much for coming on this morning. Thank you, Kara. Thank you. And I will talk to you next week. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank Take you. care. You too, Kara. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.